Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and periodically some interesting off-topic episodes that, for no other reason, your host finds interesting. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, a position I've enjoyed for over three decades. In just a moment, we'll explore today's topic. You can find and listen to this podcast via any podcast app by searching for Weather Jazz, one word. Every episode is available via the website, weatherjazz.com, which is also where you'll find any accompanying information and links for every episode. Hi, everybody. This is episode number 86 for Tuesday, October 8, 2019. And today we're going to talk about cloud cover, but not because we have had a lack of cloud cover today, a condition I like to call NACETS, by the way, and that's an acronym for not a cloud in the sky. And maybe someday I'll tell you the genesis of NACETS. That was something that, uh, that I came up with uh, way back in 1981 at my first TV job in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, but uh, if I chose to go down that rabbit trail, I would get sidetracked. Uh, today we're talking about a type of cloud that would be extremely rare uh, and really typically only seen in the Arctic or the Antarctic at very specific seasons. It's not very well understood, but they do show up, and we're learning more and more about it uh, as we're able to send uh, rockets into some of these clouds. Now, let me talk to you about the, the clouds that we typically see in any place in the United States or world, for that matter. They are the cloud decks that... Uh, extend in the lowest uh, 25,000 feet of the atmosphere, basically from the ground up to about five miles high. They're grouped into three categories, low, mid, and high. Low being the stratus cloud, the fog, the low cumulus clouds, the very humble heap. And then you get into the mid-level clouds, a bit more texture. You have the alto cumulus, you have the alto stratus that are up there. And then you work up into the high category where most if not all of the moisture at that altitude is going to be in the frozen state. So we have ice crystal clouds, uh, cirrus clouds, cirrostratus, that kind of cloud. Uh, And uh, if you want to learn more about them, you can certainly call up cloud classification on any search engine on the Internet, and you'll find a lot of material about that. But the cloud type that we're talking about here tonight does not exist in these three layers. And so if it doesn't exist there, where does it exist? Well, the highest cloud that we typically see any place on the Earth is about twenty-five to 30,000 feet, the cirrus-type clouds. But these clouds that I'm about to talk to you about tonight actually occur not five miles high, but 50, five-zero miles high. And they are the noctilucent clouds. They're not very well understood. By the way, noctilucent uh, basically means night shining. 
Night Shiny. And uh, why they would be called noctilucent is because they uh, essentially light up long after the sun goes below the horizon, typically an hour or so after the sun is uh, below the horizon. Everything is dark, but you see these almost uh, fibrous-type clouds that uh, seem to be luminescent, in other words, lighting themselves up, which isn't the case. They are reflecting the sun's light, but these clouds are so high that they can catch some of the rays of the sun, even though the sun, to our eyes, is well below the horizon. Now, typically, you see these clouds, these noctilucent clouds, between 50 and 70 degrees north and south latitude. So basically, we're talking about an Arctic phenomenon. And the vast majority of the time, you will see these clouds in the summertime, in the summertime of the northern hemisphere and the summertime of the southern hemisphere. And uh, it is believed, as much as they know about the noctilucent clouds, because we've really not understood them that well, but uh, it, it appears to be a combination of ice crystals, some dust particles and some very, very, very cold temperatures. And at 50 miles high, those temperatures are indeed extremely cold. But the interesting thing about noctilucent clouds is that there's no confirmed record uh, that they existed before 1885. If they did, uh, whoever lived in that zone, that Arctic zone, which certainly would have been much sparser than the people living in the temperate zones of the Earth, there was no record of uh, these types of clouds. So whether they existed before this time or not, we don't know. There appears to be more and more of them uh, in recent summers. So it may be the case that we're starting to see more of them and more of them even pushing uh, the southern boundary of uh, where they are noticed. Now, the reason I bring all of this up is that on Saturday night when my wife and I came out of church uh, in North Canton, just south of the Akron-Canton Regional Airport, uh, my wife first noticed uh, this ribbon of uh, almost light, and it was rather strange-looking. So she snapped a picture while I was still in the building, and when she came out, she pointed out this little ribbon of uh, cloud cover, and I said, I think we're actually looking at a noctilucent cloud, which certainly would be very, very unusual, A, because it's not summertime, and B, we're uh, pretty far south on the latitude side of things, because most of them are visible from 50 degrees north to 70 degrees north. I will post the picture for you on weatherjazz.com. Uh, look for episode number 86, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, certainly, it is uh, not like uh, it's filling the sky. It's not. It's just a little ribbon, but it was very unusual in that it was well after sunset. These clouds were illuminated, and they were illuminated the typical blue color. Uh, check it out for yourself. I thought I'd uh, share that and talk about these noctilucent clouds, uh, which uh, might start uh, uh, showing up periodically 
uh, basically in the summertime if we ever do see them. Uh, not at this uh, time. This would be extremely rare indeed. Um, but um, be on the lookout for things of that nature. And as my friend Jack Borden, who uh, started that uh, organization called For Spacious Skies, always telling us, hey, look, there's beauty in the sky every single day if you just look. And my wife was looking, and thank goodness she was looking because she spotted uh, some of these extremely rare clouds. And by the way, Neither of uh, us have ever seen noctilucent clouds in person until last Saturday night. How about that? Well, have a great night, everybody, and we'll catch you next go-around right here on Weather Jazz. hope you've enjoyed today's episode and will help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence, both on social media and by word of mouth. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. If you're listening to Weather Jazz via one of the many podcast apps available, remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. And if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, or plan to visit or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television, Fox 8, or online, live at fox8.com. If you have a Twitter or Instagram account, you can follow me at Andre Bernier, A-N-D-R-E-B-E-R-N-I-E-R. We'll see you soon with another engaging episode right here on Weather Jazz.